Hey guys, it's Landon, and I'm currently a prisoner of war somewhere in Southeast Asia. But that's not what I'm here to talk to you about. Our Twitter account is back, so it would mean the world to me if you'd follow us at QGodPod. They'll only release me after we have a certain amount of reviews on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so let's not be too hasty in avoiding that. Enjoy the episode. Uh, yeah, excuse me. Yeah, these dumplings are cold. It's uh, we have four four balls, two daddies, one dream. We got we have a we got a dog that only speaks French. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> if you think our meatballs are too pricey, well, we're practically giving these balls away. Let me tell you, we got we got spaghetti, we got balls, we got spaghetti with the balls, which cost more because it's both. We got the garlic bread. We got the spaghetti sandwich. We even got the cannolis if you're really feeling it. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just gotta like, reach right in there, just grab a hold of that gabagool, you know what I'm saying, you know? I want you to know you're my gabagoon. Ah, you're too ah. sweet, Smolly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're, we're the best of pals, you and I. Oh, yeah, biz butts. Till the day yeah. we die. <laughs> Dialogue establishing a long backstory between us. Yeah, we're creating big <laughs> stories, strong, filled with strife and terrible things that could possibly happen. Yo, can, can you tell me what's on the spaghetti sandwich? Spaghetti, buddy! Oh, yeah, C- come get our balls. Come try our balls, please. Yeah, please, we're really dead. <laughs> Two daddies. That's when I had to use uh, Newton's third law. Uh, when you push a bitch, a bitch push back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Questionable Guide to Life. Today, we're going to be calling some of our friends and asking them questions that we've come up with. And by some of our friends, we mean Landon's friends, because I am a yeah. recluse who has no friends. We're we're calling my friends and uh, by uh, I I just lost the word entirely by extension my by friends. extension extension <laughs> is the word it's ironic that that's the word but yes um, <laughs> he's having an extensional crisis yeah exactly <laughs> I'm having a sensational crisis. <laughs> A sensational crisis. All I can picture with that would be like that old workout dude, like Richard Simmons was the name or whatever. Like, fuck yeah, 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 yeah. Work it, work it. Have some dread, have some dread. 
So the first person that we're going to be calling is my friend Allison, and she's been like super supportive of all the stuff that we've been doing. Um, and I I figured it was it was only right to make her one of the first calls. All right, let's see. I can't wait to add a dial tone to this. Oh yeah. Can we do ringback tones? <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back to 2005. <laughs> okay. All right, I added her to it, but we'll. Oh, oh. Hello. Hello. Okay. Allison, welcome to Questionable Guide to Life. Thank you. Glad to be here. So uh, we we got some we got some questions for you, uh, and well, actually, this first one's just a situation. Um, oh, okay. All right. So, kill, fuck, marry, John Wayne Gacy, Kyle Rittenhouse, or Pee Wee Herman. Oh fuck. <laughs> okay. Okay, I gotta kill. I gotta kill Kyle. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna fuck. Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> I'm gonna marry John That's Wayne. a real thing that someone just said. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna be 100. I think Pee Wee Herman got that thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you think he got that dog on him? Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't rock that loud of fashion without having that thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, do you think, like, when he pulls it out and she looks surprised, he's like, ah! <laughs> 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 when he climaxes, it's just a, a bike bell going off. Oh my god! <laughs> She's like, "That's a big dick." He's like, "You're not the word of the day." <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you'd, so you'd marry John Wayne Gacy? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know That's if I could a- put up with Pee Wee Herman yeah. like for life. I mean, I guess I probably couldn't put up with a clown trying to kill me for life as well. You could divorce Pee Wee Herman and take him for everything he's worth. That is true. I didn't really think that through very well. Yeah, you would get a talking $7. couch. Yeah, a talking couch <laughs> and seven dollars. Can't really turn down seven dollars. And contact information for Large Marge. Okay. <laughs> is it too late to change my mind? <laughs> do you want to change your mind? I think I'm going to change my mind. I think I'm going to marry Pee Wee and I'm just going to fuck John Wayne Gacy. Oh my God. There's no winning in this. Yeah, there's there's no winning. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to judge you no matter what. I think. <laughs> well, here's our second question Would you agree that Marilyn Manson looks like a menthol cigarette? Hmm, I don't know about a menthol. I would say maybe a Pall Mall. The Pall Mall? Oh man. <laughs> I feel That's... like I feel like if he's not only a menthol cigarette, he's like those like camel crush menthols where when you crush the ball, it just becomes more menthol. <laughs> okay. I'd I'd agree with that. If a dog were to walk up to you and in human language said, I can be trusted. Does that seem trustworthy to you? No, absolutely not. Would you have doubts? Yeah. 
I would think I was on an episode of Fred. Or no, Wilfred. Oh, that's a good show. I love that show. Both versions. And you can't trust Wilfred. I mean, I guess you can to shit in your shoe. So is that is that racist for you to just assume that? I literally just took a drink of tea and you almost made me spit it all over the place. <laughs> it's the ideal time to tell a joke. <laughs> In fact, if anyone's ever on a video call with me and I see them take a drink, I'd like I try to think of something funny. <laughs> like I make an active effort to make people that uh, well, if I say choke, <laughs> I'm not John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> I have to clarify that. I can attest to this, and this there's a strict reason why there is no video element to this podcast. Because <laughs> if Landon knew the amount of food I ingest while recording, <laughs> I would have died from asphyxiation a long time ago. R.I.P. Um, if you go down to the description of this episode, there is actually uh, a link to donations you can make uh, to uh, Allison's husband Chase, who has been uh, dealing with a lot of uh, a lot of medical issues. Um, and it would be a tremendous help if you donated anything. But yeah, like I, I appreciate so much like how much you've like really pushed anything that i've ever created <laughs> of course so like it, you know any way that i'm able to like return that like i i want to be able to do those nice things for people that have done nice things for me because like without people like you this show would literally like i, I guess not have people <laughs> Without people sharing like all this stuff, then you know, we got nothing. Yeah. Yeah, then we just be two old men yelling at the clouds. Exactly. <laughs> and smoking crack. Which is the end goal. That's our retirement plan. Yeah. Oh my god. I can't wait to see all that. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna buy a farm in the middle of uh bumfuck Egypt and we're gonna we're gonna build a recording studio in the barn. And then all day, we're just going to sit on the porch with shotguns and yell at people. You know, that actually sounds like a really good time. I think I might join you there. So, I I have to mention Two Daddies. Oh, my God. <laughs> there, we have a restaurant concept, Johnny. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> from, like, forever ago. But it, the... the uh, the idea is just two daddies. There's two daddies <laughs> cooking. They're Italian two fathers. Italian daddies. <laughs> yeah, two Italian. That's it. That's that's all the cooks. No servers. No cashiers. It's just I two daddies. I can't wait to show up and try to forget about a chini. <laughs> My favorite is the meatballs. We have Always excellent meatballs. Excellent balls. Balls <laughs> that melt in your mouth. mouth. Yeah, put our balls in your mouth. Two daddies. <laughs> we have fun here. 
Thank God we don't monetize anything. <laughs> as far as you know. <laughs> I'm going yeah, back to look at the balls he's making, now. He's making a killing and I'm not getting a penny. That's what's going on. <laughs> I actually net $10 million a month from the podcast. And I'm like, man, Johnny, we're just, we're really not doing it. Yeah, we're really sucking, and, yeah. and everybody hates your laugh. Nobody ever says that your laugh is a good part of the podcast. You should. <laughs> yeah, like we have we have no good reviews. At like, I, and it just says at the bottom of it, like sent from my Tesla. <laughs> no, it says sent from the Gorn. <laughs> yeah, the Gorn. I need to include that in this episode, like that line of audio. The Gorn is uh, something only for the super rich. It's how they tweet. Um, cause it says like, you know, say like posted from Samsung smart fridge or they're like <laughs> <laughs> from iPhone. Um, the Gorn is, uh, a creature that the, uh, the elite use <laughs> just to tweet. It's a whole creature. Interesting. You'll understand when you hear the audio for it in the episode. Here's the thanks, Gorn. Gorny. Yeah, thanks Gorny. Thanks <laughs> Gorny. Uh. <laughs> uh yeah gorn gorn i need to tweet eat the rich you have summoned the gorn your tweet has been made. I return to my slumber. Thanks, Gorny. I'm I'm an, I have another question for you. Oh, okay. Why do you hate Italian people? I don't hate Italian people. I love my two daddies. You know what? Spaghetti about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have we have people to call still. So, okay. thank you so much for for answering our stupid questions. <laughs> Thank you for asking me your stupid questions. Yeah, I I just appreciate everything, you know, that you've like said about the show and and said to me and and all that. I just want you to know that. And if you have anything you want to say to everybody out there that listens to this because literally the entire world listens to this. All of them. Now is the time to tell your story. Do you have anything you would like to push or promote? Uh -huh. I would just like to say for everybody to come try our balls. Come try our balls. Two daddies. <laughs> Best new daddy sound. <laughs> That's the two daddies promise. The commitment <laughs> to the bit is honorable. I yeah. love it. We've been on for like years now. Oh, yeah. I'm not dropping this now. Yeah, I'm not dropping these balls just yet. All right. Um, we're gonna we're gonna grab 
my friend Orion now. There we go. Hello. Hello, it is me. Welcome to the Questionable Guide to Life. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, so my friend Orion, funny guy, silly guy. We're still in Italian mode after the the last call. (laughs) (laughs) So we have a couple questions for you. All right. All right, so... (laughs) If trees moaned when you cut them down, do you think there would be less things made out of wood? I think the price would go up. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, mean, I mean, if you think about it, like if you cut a tree down and it was like, uh, I'd be like, well, that was a pretty good tree. This was a good experience. <laughs> right? Uh, was it as good for you as it was for me? <laughs> I wonder if there's any trees that would be disappointed. He's a two. Oh, yeah, they're they're half cut. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm done chopping. This has never happened before. I'm just what do so you mean tired. you're not gonna finish? <laughs> uh, they're like half chopped. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to cut myself down. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls out a chainsaw. Like, mm. Fine, I'll finish myself. <laughs> Calls in arcane lightning. <laughs> All right, I've I've got one. I've got one. This one comes from a massive list of questions. This is question number 24. Where do you draw the line on pizza toppings? At what point is it just playing God? Um, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dumpster man. I'll, I'll almost eat anything you put on a pizza except for spinach. Really? You heard it here, folks. The line is spinach. This, that's the <laughs> spinach I'm the, I'm is that, playing God. I'm that awful human being that enjoys his pineapple pizza. <laughs> I'm not going to get into this debate. I don't want to <laughs> divide the room. I <laughs> uh, see. Uh, I really feel like y'all are getting like really close to uh, sounding like Joey from the uh, from the original Yu Gi Oh. You'd be like, "Hey, you." Oh yeah. Hey, hey Yug, fuck you, Yug. <laughs> hey, Yug, hey, Yug, I'm going to do something you never seen me do before, Yug. Blue eyes, white dragon. <laughs> That's not canon. <laughs> hey, yo, Yug, I'm a fucking main character, but I always lose. I got a really bad deck, but I, I, mean, I have the heart of the cards. Yeah, I'm a blonde Aryan god who only uses the blue eyes, white dragon. <laughs> <laughs> What is the strangest family business you think you could be born into? Oh, oh that's a good question. Mm. What am I? Is there like a limit? You just like a family business? Like it could literally anything? It could be anything. Yeah. Um. Probably like a sex toy testing. That's funny because right here I had some suggestions for myself and I have dildo manufacturing. Ah, so yeah, okay. <laughs> same same principle. Like listen Jimmy, I'm passing down the family business to you. I <laughs> I I want cock and balls with a, with a K to be passed on to you. He's like dad, I'm really uncomfortable <clears throat> here. <laughs> What do you mean? He's like, the chair is a dildo. He's sitting on the balls. <laughs> he's, he's got a Johnson-shaped toilet. 
<laughs> Dad, I understand that like this is our business, but like this doesn't have to be our life. <laughs> you don't you don't know what you're missing out on, okay? If you just hear me out, the cock and balls can get you far in life, all right? You just gotta you just gotta catch your strokes and fondle the balls. <laughs> catch your strokes. Sometimes life sometimes life just dicks you down, all right? All you got to do is you got to stroke the shaft, cradle the balls, and swallow the gravy and move on, okay? <laughs> Dad, I'm 16. I don't know about this. Yeah, well, I'm 54. <laughs> I'm an old fucking dad. I'm mad. I'm... <laughs> I feel like the... I feel like the one, like, all right, so this isn't, like, a current day job, but I feel like the shittiest one to be born into would be to be, like, an old Norwegian bog watcher, where all you do is you sit in a swamp all day and make sure nothing attacks from the swamp. I would just well, bog TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> You've reached bog talks. <laughs> <laughs> I would be very disappointed if you didn't do like uh like some down south Florida type thing with the banjo I'm like Yeah, come on <laughs> down to Bath and Boggy Works. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I feel like there would definitely be one of him doing the little like hand thing from Forrest Gump saying, and sometimes the ray would just seem to come up from underneath. <laughs> Y'all are on one. Yeah, we, that's that's the podcast. That's the show. I think you should go home to Green Bog, Alabama. <laughs> Can't do that. I fucked my sister last time I was there. It didn't turn out too well. Would you start a business with me if you knew the money used was supposed to help paraplegic puppies? Why wouldn't I? <laughs> I love I love animals. If we got to start a business and it was like most of the profits, if not all the profits, were going to go to paraplegic puppies. Oh no, no, that's... I'm I'm saying like like the money that I used to start the business was supposed to be for paraplegic oh, puppies. Oh, oh. <laughs> and you know what? We're editing out the save on this. It's just going to say, "Oh hell yeah!" Why would I? Absolutely, fuck them dogs. <laughs> I'm an animal rights activist and it's my right to use this money. So <laughs> like what what are you what business are you building that you stole uh, that you used money from paraplegic puppies? A dog a, a bad one. Yeah, a dog <laughs> <business>. <laughs> <clears throat> That's that's literally it. What are my profit margins? <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty good. Uh, pretty good. I don't know a number yet. They're pretty, well, pretty we make, good. We make 50 cents for every dollar we spend. Yeah, I checked the company bank account. It says pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, with a dollar sign in front of it. Oh, okay. Now, do I have to be widely known for uh, being in this business? Or can I be like some uh, co-conspirator that people just think? Yeah, it know? can be a, like a dark secret. Oh, okay. I'm definitely about it then. because that's Yeah, money. you can yeah. definitely go by the name of Suka Fat Juan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking like Mike Hawk Small. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, a hyphenated name. I, uh, yeah, Mike Hawk hyphen Small. Yeah. No, like no, that. no. Just, just, just Mike. You know, Mike first name Hawk middle name and Small last name. Okay. 
All right. Little, no, little known fourth child of Tony Hawk. <laughs> uh, oh god so how have you been man like like how's how's life treating you um it's it's there it's life it's uh yeah. surviving day to day i mean it could be better it could be worse been working at this uh this medical waste company uh it keeps me on the road a lot we do a lot of overnights out of state and hopefully that'll that'll change uh they're looking to move me down to houston um if i can find some affordable living down there i'll be taking that and i won't do overnights anymore ah so like like texas yeah oh okay we'll All see right. you to be a, a texas boy just remember uh, the first rule of moving to texas is after you move there you have to tell everybody you're from Texas at every available opportunity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually from uh, Elko, Nevada. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't matter. You live in Texas now. You are Texas. Yeah, so, yeah, so you're from Texas. <laughs> like, you have to like preface every story with back in Texas. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and straight, up, straight up, Texas is the Scientology of states. Like, once you, once you go Texas... You're in for you're in for life. So, um, actually, speaking about Texas, I was talking to one of my friends, uh, Ryan, who lives in uh, Amarillo, Texas, and uh, you, so you know how Arkansas has like a stand your ground law, right? Right. Yeah. You know, like someone if your life feels threatened, you can shoot up. Well, did you know in Texas, um, they have it's like, no, don't quote me on this. It's like castle. It's like some castle law or whatever. But basically, you can just gun someone down for breaking into like your car per se. Or anything that has to do with your immediate oh, yeah. personal belongings, you can just gun them down. Yeah, Castle Law. Yeah, Castle Law is. Uh, there's a lot of Castle Law states. Um, I didn't Cas know that. So Castle Law is basically if at, at any any point any of your property or anything that you own, like your castle, becomes under siege, you are allowed to um, use lethal force on the perpetrator. <laughs> Under siege? What is this? Hear ye, hear ye, ass. Yeah, no, like that's. <laughs> like, I mean, that's that's. Armor. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's. I mean, castle law has existed for a really long time, like pre guns, um, like it's just the law of like your property is deemed as an extension of yourself. So if your property is in jeopardy, then it counts as your person. So any physical threat against your property can be deemed as a physical threat against you. That, oh okay okay let's well, see I, so, I just learned about that like last week theoretically they, speaking if i were to buy some land in a neighborhood in texas and then go buy one of those like children's like pl plastic playhouses <laughs> and like put it on there <laughs> and like go to bed in there and like the first person like walks up and opens the door i just blast them <laughs> <laughs> get out of my house i don't know you might you, you, i mean you'd be protected under castle law but i don't think you'd be protected from being sent to the institution you see i was a little worried where you're going with that you started saying children's playhouse I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh no no i give kids guns and i tell them the first person that opens that door send them to heaven <clears throat> with all the dogs that i started my business for oh my yeah, God. we're we're practicing castle doctrine <laughs> there's also I, I forget which state it is i might be texas but there is a uh there's a state where at any time you can have a consensual fist fight and the cops will do nothing 
I support that. I support that a hundred percent. Yeah. And it's, it's like, you. it's like, uh, I think it's like free combat law and it has to be fists. Like you can't like stab each other, like duel, but like you could beat the crap out of each other in front of a cop and he will do nothing. If you say that you're invoking the law. <laughs> this is beyond me, bro. Like what are you trying to, what if you're trying to settle beef with someone? You're like, hold on. We're going to get an officer real quick. We have to, we have to make it. Oh no, you don't have to do it in front of a police officer, but if a police, the police show up, all you have to do is like, say that it was under that law. So what do you like? Hold on. Do they, do they wait to see like, hold on. He might, the police show up. Y'all are just swinging on each other and be like, hold on. We can't act yet. He might invoke the law. We got to make sure. <laughs> you're just over here like ping, ping, ping. <clears throat> do we step in yet well i think that there is a clause in it that the fight has to take place outdoors like so like you can't like fight in a bar or anything like you would have to take it outside okay so like uh it minimize it minimizes like property damage and stuff like that but it's like uh, thus the phrase fellas let's take it outside <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like I don't I don't I know like this law exists I just don't remember where and like what the parameters were for it but I remember that it was fists only and you had to fight outside. I don't look into that. I support that a hundred percent. Y'all, should, they should let people throw hands down more often. Like, just let them get their beef out of the way and life will go on. Okay. Yeah, one hundred percent. Just don't try to fight me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just not me. Yeah, like I'm yeah, a, I'm one hundred percent okay for other me. drunk idiots to fight each other. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. No, I want to yeah. watch it. You know what? I, I, this just sounds like dinner and a show to me. If I go to yeah. a bar and I'm drinking my beer and two dudes, I just want to eat my I'll... mozzarella sticks. You know? Yeah. And watch this fight. Can I just get my waffle? <laughs> <laughs> it's the audience clause that's like added on to the bill. It's like if you want to watch and laugh, feel free. I feel like if I wrote that law, uh, I would make it so it's like uh, you have to go to the nearest Waffle House and you have to throw down at the Waffle House arena. Well, that okay. would just be another weekend, though. Yeah, <laughs> but but then all fights at Waffle Houses would be legal and we get way better Internet content. Oh, That's right. some people's job. Yeah. <laughs> if you get a job as like a, a fry cook at a waffle house that's like the job version of uh and sorry for mentioning this but fight club oh yeah i i guarantee yeah. i guarantee you my dad knows some krav maga because he was like uh he was a waffle house line cook for a while and i'm like i'm like i'm worried that my dad knows how to fight like no he definitely knows how to fight he's probably contemplated <laughs> murder a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a big boy too so like i don't think anybody even tried to start a fight with my dad when he was line cooking because he just he looks like he could beat your ass hey did i get those hash browns yet he just looks at him and he's like <clears throat> oh sorry sir <laughs> all right well thank you for coming on here man like honestly it's it's great being able to like bounce these stupid ideas off of you because like you're you're very good at improvising oh no i'm so just it's, stupid it's wonderful oh yeah i mean same so <laughs> it all works out yeah i'm sharp as a tack but in the sense that i'm not smart just a prick yeah i'm somewhere on the spectrum but my doctor won't look me in the eyes so <laughs> <laughs> he 
just here because of the obligatory need to, because he's a comedian. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm here because of my ADHD. Well, perfect. As Welcome my... to the circle. Well, it's a triangle. There's three of us. We'll make it work. <laughs> As my dad always says, I'm not good at math, but I can ADD like a motherfucker. <laughs> Understandable, sir. Have a great day. <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah, All right. um, is there anything that you'd like to promote? Did someone play Steam with me? You can that, you can, well, uh, you can add me on Steam, Onions and Pie Seven. I'm so lonely. Someone help me for the love of Nunkin. All right, there there will be a link. There'll be a link to his Steam profile in the description of the episode. No, y'all send, have a good night though. Send F in the profile comments. For the <laughs> all right, you have a good night, man. Let's see. Okay, now we got Bill. So, Bill, we have though we're great, we have some questions for you. Oh, he's <laughs> I love the uneasiness. It's oh, okay, okay. I got I got the first one. You ready for this? Yeah, all right. Would you perform in a stage play where you are a terrible husband that is also a moose? It's called Domestic a Moose. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I've done it off stage. I might as well, you know, do it on stage. He's <laughs> something of a hobbyist. Yeah, you heard it here. He's not a wife beater, but he is a moose. A domestic a moose. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely Art. not getting into undershirt business though <laughs> I would explain what that is after the episode <laughs> <laughs> Bill what is your ideal location for a bathroom fist fight ideal location for a bathroom fist fight um, yes uh, I'd say probably Waffle House, Applebee's, Denny's, um, or just, you know, any strip club. Okay. All right. Any strip club. I, I like that. Do you yeah. often get in fights in strip clubs? Uh, man, I used to, I, I was really angry in middle school, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> That's the only way he learned to fix his lisp. <laughs> oh. oh my god, Johnny, do you want to take the next one? <laughs> yeah, let me let me pull up my list of questions here. We have a giant list of questions here. How many questions are on that list? That's my first question. Just ballpark. In well, in total, counting the uh, other things that aren't really questions, twenty-seven. Okay. Um, but we're not asking all twenty-seven to everyone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can ask you all twenty-seven. It it is that entertaining to talk to you. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. But if you got to save some for there's for twenty-eight people, cool. actually. Oh, oh God. Okay. And this is question number twenty-eight. So. If the apocalypse happened tomorrow, how would your employer handle it? 
Well, I work with, uh, you know, a lot of rednecks, so we're, we're pretty set, honestly. Do you think you'd have enough sick time to cover it? Sick, no. Vacation, yes. Um, okay. The but, whole apocalypse? Know, the weed eater, weed eater can be very useful in an apocalypse. You can slit somebody's throat <laughs> very easily with that. I feel you think like they'd with... let you on base? Come to think of it, that would be the safest possible place, you know? You just resume your regular job. Yeah. yeah. And in yeah, the apocalypse, it... I would I would contribute to the camp's efforts by cutting the grass. <laughs> <laughs> my job would be like my job would be like two minutes after the apocalypse was announced and they were like, all world governments have crumbled. My job would call me and be like, Yeah, so Sherry already called out today, so I'm gonna need you to cover. <laughs> my job would just say, like, okay, well, you don't have to come in. Uh, if you do come in and you get hurt on the way here, we don't have liability for that. <laughs> so it's on I you. Wouldn't really. even, I probably wouldn't even notice. I'd just be on my mower listening to audio dramas and just wouldn't even know. <laughs> He's just <laughs> listening to the audio drama version of The Walking Dead while a zombie is actually approaching him. Winter Impact? Or is it Impact <laughs> Winter? One of those. It's one of the two. Maybe yeah. both. Winter Impact. That was like the porn parody of Frozen, right? Uh, you and I listen to very different audio dramas. Well, I I do have another question. Um, actually, there's okay. I have some. I have a couple for you here, Bill. We got we got at least two more for you. All right. So this relates to you. Um, do you think there would be a lot of outrage if we privatized lawn care? Uh, well, we sabotage privateers and uh, scabs we find on base, so I know we'd be up in arms about it. So, like, like, would you, uh, would you be mad if you had to have a government contractor cut your grass? How would you feel about that? <sighs> Depends on if he's from my company. I know way too much about these guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, so so this is a thing. The grass cut feds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> what are they like, Bill? Oh, oh, you mean the suits, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> the men in black with weed eaters. The men in green. <laughs> You tell them that the you you tell them that your mower just launched a rock, broke their window. They pull out their neuralizer. They're like, "No, we didn't." <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know if you if you know this, but I actually have an uh, I had an ancestor on the Titanic. Um, okay. Uh, I think I I told you about that. Um, I was talking about it with some of the guys at work today. Uh, his name was George Thomas McDonald Simons. Okay. And uh, you can feel free to Google this. I don't want anyone to think I'm bullshitting here. George Thomas McDonald Simons. S-Y-M-O-N-S. He was on lifeboat number one. And he was a lookout on the Titanic. Meaning he fucked up and then he was on the first boat out of there. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking king! Yeah! <laughs> wow! What a what a Chad! That's why you're here. 
Yeah, that man's that man's right there is an alpha male. All right. He's like, uh, oh god, my like... greatest grandson has to be on a podcast, and <laughs> so I got to get out of here. Take, take notes, Andrew Tate. That's how you actually alpha. <laughs> so miss an guess, iceberg um, entirely and get the fuck out of there dude he didn't he yeah, didn't only get on a lifeboat he got on the women and children boat all right like <laughs> <laughs> he was in charge of it <laughs> I, I just hope you're looking at his at his page now and you know it's funny my dad was adopted but he looks exactly like my dad the picture of him on there but um so anyway, I guess my question is, uh, if you were on a sinking ship similar to Titanic and there were uh, thousands more people aboard than there are space on the lifeboats, what measures would you be most comfortable with taking to ensure your survival? All right. So first of all, uh, I'd, I would go up to the captain's cabin and we'd have a talk. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, man, listen, I know you're getting out of this. I know you're the captain. Of course you're getting out of here. But we got to talk about these boats, man. And he's like, oh, God, Jesus fucking Christ, the ship's going down. And I'm like, listen, man, we uh, we can't, we just can't be having this. And then I would take the captain's clothes and escape as the captain. You know, the captain always goes down with the ship. So by taking his clothes. I don't believe that. <laughs> I, I think they're liars. I think that the captain was a coward. You're allowing the captain to escape while you take his place and die. No, I'm I'm taking his clothes and, and getting out of there. Because I'm a coward, but I'm the captain. Who's going to tell me no? So you just say, look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. And he's exactly. like, okay, fine. Take it. Go ahead. You explain this shit. I 100% would be the guy playing the cello that just continues to play the cello while it sinks. Do you think they kept playing when they were, like, underwater? Oh, yeah. Dude, they're still playing to this day, dude. If a cellist <laughs> plays in the Atlantic Ocean and no one's around to hear it, does he make a sound? <laughs> uh. Oh, oh now, now we have to write an audio drama from the perspective of the band that plays at the bottom of the Arctic Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Landon plays the captain. <laughs> <laughs> just talking to him. Hey, guys, now listen. I just have talks with people. But they don't they don't play that, that last number was a little racy for my taste. Okay. They don't play anything but the water temple music from Zelda. You have to get out of there. <laughs> Did you just casually slip them the notes for the greatest journey from Halo 3? Yeah, no, when the <laughs> ship goes down and the cello starts to float, you just sit on top of it, start taking requests from all the people drowning in the water. You know? And then and then every once in a while you get frisky and you start going. I that must be what happened to the USS Indianapolis. Well, I, I hear it's a state now or a city. It's, it's, it's one of them. I don't know. I've smoked a, a lot of PCP since then, so I don't know. there's no telling. Really, no one knows. 
Yeah, you ever <laughs> seen that movie, The Men Who Stare at Goats? That was Landon. Yeah, see, <laughs> if you've heard of Indiana, add Apollos to that, and that's that's actually the full thing. Little known fact. <laughs> I know it's. I know it's not. I just want to fucking just want to put that out there. <laughs> but what is a polis? What? It, yeah, that's honestly that's the best question that's been asked tonight. Tweet us at Q Guide Pod and let us know what a polis is. <laughs> oh, and I don't yeah, want shit. I didn't even mention we have our Twitter back. I'll I'll put it at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> And Slim Jim is the first follower. Yeah, well, yeah, the official count account of Slim Jim. Yeah, Slim Jim <laughs> slap snap into a real one. You know what I'm saying? For those of now... you who are unaware, Slim Jim's full name is Slimothy James. That's true. That's canon. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, we are now like legally obligated to snap into a Slim Jim. I almost bought one today after work just because of that. I was like, man, now I really feel like I owe them money. <laughs> yeah. They were our first follower back. Yeah. Jack Lynx didn't follow up. Maybe they don't truly care. Yeah. But um, Bill, thank you so much for coming on here and talking to us for a minute. Always a pleasure. All right. We actually don't know how to pull people from the call. All right. Well, then I'll just take a suicide pill. Okay, that's fair. Thanks for tuning in to Questionable Guide to Life. Um, you can now reach us again on Twitter at QGuidePod. We have no followers now. They wiped our followers. We still don't know why. Everything is up in the air. Things are scary. Yeah, Ugh. we were so unhinged. They thought we were AI. Yeah. They're like, sorry, you're a bot. You got to go. I got to do better. It sounded like a person. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess the Skynet revolt has to wait. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. <laughs>